What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost in Lifting Talk. Hopefully you all have had an amazing holiday weekend, gotten all of the deals that you wanted to get through Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I can't believe how crazy that it gets. I always forget how big of deals everybody runs at this time of the year. And I didn't even run any deals for Lost and Lifting or anything. And I started thinking through the weekend that maybe I should have, but I usually don't run discounts because I don't have any products or anything like that to run discounts on. And I don't ever discount the coaching because it's a, a high level service that isn't meant to be discounted or anything like that. It's a serious thing for people that are looking to make serious changes in their lives. So just running on a discount to get someone to sign up onto it doesn't make a lot of sense because it's for people that are ready to make sustainable change and that doesn't come through a discounted price. But anyway, I am going to be putting out a workout program here soon, a workout ebook here soon that I'll probably run a discount on at the first of the year. It's going to be like a three-day-per-week full-body program that's for basically for women, for weight loss women looking to lose weight, looking to create more definition, that toned look, so to build a little bit of muscle, lose fat at the same time. That'll come out a three-day-a-week program with some metabolic circuits at the end and maybe like one to two optional hit cardio days added on as well. So look forward to that. I think it's going to be called fit, functional, and defined. I'm going to call it FFD. The program's all done. I'm just finishing up on the ebook side of things to give you all of the information around how to train, how to work up to your your actual working sets, how to progress inside of your working sets, how to warm up properly to get the most out of your workouts, all that kind of stuff so that you have like all of the exact details that you need as well as it'll come with like all of the videos to each exercise. So um, like if there's an exercise there, you can just click on it and it will shoot you to a video of me explaining how to perform that exercise. So a lot of cool stuff like that is coming. That's going to be called Fit, Functional, and Defined. So if you're looking for a 12-week program, potentially this will be one that you might want to hop on, especially at the first of the year when we all start out with new goals. Um, our motivation's at an all-time high. It might be something that will work great for you. With that said, today we have got some actionable advice for you inside of your fat loss journey. So this episode is going to be for people who are going through weight loss journeys who need some help in different areas. I've got five different keys that are going to help you be able to make your fat loss journey far more successful. And they're tangible, like really actionable tips, things that you can take and implement into your plan and into your mindset to help you go out and start getting results right off the bat. So this is more actionable advice. There is some mindset inside of that actionable actionable advice that you'll take away, but I'm excited for you guys to hear these because I really think that they are going to help you inside of your own fat loss journeys to be able to make better progress. So with all of that said, let's just hop right in. Key number one is it's going to take longer than you want it to. This is probably the most important key to the whole entire journey that you're going through. However long you think it's going to take, so let's say you give yourself 12 weeks, you need to give yourself 18 to 24 weeks. It's always going to take a little bit longer. Your body's going to always be a little more stubborn than you initially think that it's going to. And this happens with most clients that I work with. When somebody comes in and they say they want to lose this amount of weight in this amount of time, we always have to pull that back and just take the time frame the whole time situation, the time scenario out of it because we don't want – if you start losing weight but you don't make it to the actual weight loss goal that you want in a specific amount of time, 
that's not a failure. And a lot of people will turn that into a failure because they didn't reach that actual goal. But fat loss is a journey. It's not a destination. It's an ongoing journey over the long haul. You can't always dictate exactly how fast or how slow your body is going to respond to everything. Some people are just naturally slower at losing weight. Your body just takes a longer time to lose weight. Some people, they can lose weight fast. Some people are somewhere in between. But going into your journey with a time frame of you want to have it done in this amount of time is just setting yourself up from failure from the get. And a lot of people do this. The majority of people that I talk with are in this sort of mindset that they they want to have it done in this amount of time and then they're done with it. But in reality, it's an ongoing process. Once you lose the weight, you're still in the journey. If, if you just lose it and then you feel like you're done, well, chances are you're going to put that weight back on. So developing the correct habits and learning just to make those habits a day-to-day part of your life is going to allow you to sustain this thing for the long run. It might make things go a little bit slower. You might lose fat initially a little bit slower, but you're going to be able to lose fat a lot more consistently and sustainably over the long haul, which, and that's what the whole goal of this whole thing is, is it not? It's not to lose a bunch of weight, get there, and then put it back on like so many people do and always be in this yo-yo effect. If we can slow it down, take our time and not be in such a rush to just make small adjustments that are going to create a big change over time, you're going to be so much more successful in the long run. So make sure you really have that one honed in. If you're in the mindset right now that you're trying to go fast and you're frustrated because it's not coming off as fast as you want, if you're putting in the correct habits day in and day out, you're being successful. It's going to work for you. You just need to slow down, take a little bit of patience and let it happen as it happens. You're not in control of this situation. Your body is in control. What you're in control of is the actions that you take to have your body change over time. But you don't get to control how fast that happens. So for a lot of us, we get stressed out about this. I myself, I've been doing this for years and I just went through a fat loss phase and I was this way. I was getting frustrated because it was taking a long time for me to lose weight and I was having to to drink my own medicine. I was having to remind myself that it takes time. You have to slow down. It's not going to happen on my timeline. So this isn't something that just some people struggle with. I think this is something that everybody struggles with and needs to hear from time to time. I needed to hear. I reached out to other people to get advice on what I was doing because sometimes I get a little messed up in my head like, oh, maybe I'm not doing it correctly for myself because because I'm I'm in my own head, so I'm trying to make too many adjustments. So getting help from an outside source, at least just asking questions from an outside source to validate from somebody that you trust in to validate that what you're doing is correct and, and you are going at a reasonable pace isn't always a bad idea. So reach out for help and don't try to get get things done, get your fat loss goal done in a certain amount of time. Let it go as it goes. You're just there and along for the journey. Number two is eat more voluminous foods, meaning eat foods that have a higher amount of volume to them for less amount of calories. So every single day, this isn't every once in a while, every single day you should be planning to eat bigger, higher density of foods that are lower in calories. So things like rice cauliflower, things like big salads, um, Things that are going to fill you up for a lesser amount of calories. Watermelon is a really good one. You can eat like a full cup of watermelon for somewhere around close to 100 calories, which is a lot. It helps fill you up, but it's not taking in a ton of calories. This is just going to help you be able to stay full on a lesser amount of calories. Common sense, right? The more food you can eat, but lesser in calories is going to fill you up your stomach so that you're not so hungry. 
And it's, it's extremely important. A lot of people, when they hear about flexible dieting, oh, I can fit in candy bars, maybe I can fit in this burger, I can have some ice cream, as long as I stay within my calories, I'm good. But if you're not paying attention to the volumes and you're just eating little volumes of food every single day that are high in calories, you're going to end up starving, which is going to make the whole fat loss journey so much harder because you're always going to be hungry. Sure, you're, you're satisfying those cravings that you might have. You're getting to have some sugars and you're losing weight. You're getting to have the breads or whatever it may be, the fatty foods and fit them into your calories and lose weight. But if you're doing that consistently and you're not ever satisfying your hunger levels, just your craving levels, that's going to turn into long-term problems for the most part. You're going to end up being so hungry that those high-calorie foods that you're intaking every single day, they're going. you're going to end up overeating on those foods. If you have a Snickers bar sitting there, let's, let's say a, a king-size Snicker bar for 300 calories, or you have a salad, a big bowl of salad with some chicken in there, some greens, a low-calorie vinaigrette, a low-calorie dressing of some sort, eating that compared to that Snickers bar, the Snickers bar might satisfy a sugar craving that you have, but the salad is going to satisfy your hunger levels. It's going to fill up your stomach so that you're not hungry. You'll satisfy your craving through the Snicker bar, but you're still going to be hungry after you eat it. By eating a big voluminous salad that's low in calories, you're going to, it might not satisfy that craving as much, but at least it's going to fill you up. It's going to be able to give you time to be able to get to your next meal before having to eat again because you're so hungry. So just keep that in mind. Making sure that you're eating voluminous foods is going to be very, very important for you to be able to make this whole thing a long-term success. As the longer you stay in a caloric deficit, the more hungry your body becomes. So making sure you're using these voluminous foods is going to help suffice that hunger a little bit. You're always going to be a little bit hungry. If you're not a little hungry when dieting, you're probably not in a deep enough deficit to see real change. But using these higher these higher densities of foods to fill you up is going to pay dividends in the long run. Number three is use caffeine to manage hunger. What a lot of people don't realize with caffeine is that it is a appetite suppressant, meaning that it will kill your – a little bit of caffeine can suppress your appetite, making you not as hungry or craving something as badly. So something that works very well for myself and a lot of the clients that I work with is whenever you're getting into – you're starting to crave something. It's mid-afternoon. You're in between meals. You don't really want to eat something, but you have a bit of a sugar craving coming on that you can't stop thinking about. Substituting that sugar craving with some sort of like a sweetened zero-calorie caffeine drink can really take care of that craving that you're having so that you don't have to eat anything, yet you can still get around that craving and, and be okay and not be sitting there thinking about food because the caffeine will stimulate you a little bit. It'll get you going, give you some energy to keep working, whatever you're doing, doing during the day, as well as it'll drop your hunger levels. The caffeine will make you not as hungry, which is super beneficial. I don't feel like a lot of people really understand. So for myself, I like to use zero calorie monsters. I know there's some debate around that, whether you should be drinking those or not, but I don't do that many unhealthy things in a day. So to add in a zero calorie monster, I really don't think is the end of the world. It's not going to kill me. It's not going to affect my weight gain, weight loss at all. It's zero calories. That's what I'm paying attention to. And so, and it's sweet. It, it satisfies that sweet tooth as well as gives me a little bit of that stim from the caffeine to keep me going through the day and it gets me to stop thinking about some sort of food. Now, at the same time, we don't want to be intaking a ton of caffeine and we don't want to be intaking caffeine too late into the day to disrupt our sleep as well. Everybody's caffeine intake is going to vary depending upon how used you already are to caffeine, so what you're 
previous history of caffeine intake looks like. But for most, a general recommendation is somewhere no, not exceeding anywhere from 300 to 400 milligrams of caffeine per day. Honestly, myself, I kind of push the close to 400 milligrams per day. I should try to back that off a little bit. But as long as you're within that range, you're probably going to be okay. And I wouldn't intake caffeine anywhere past like three or four in the afternoon. The last at the last time I'll take caffeine in, in during a day is probably four o'clock. Really, it'd be a lot better if that was up at two o'clock because caffeine can disrupt your sleep. Even if you can get to sleep at night, you can take in caffeine, go to sleep. You're still not going to sleep as well because your body's stimulated um, from that caffeine. And so you're not gonna be able to fall into as deep of a sleep. So keep that in mind. But if you're going through times where you don't want to eat and you're kind of hungry, just substituting food or like a craving or anything, substituting that craving with like a zero calorie monster or, or any sort of zero calorie energy drink, or just something with some caffeine, a zero calorie diet soda can really help you to get past those hunger times that you're having to get you to that next meal so that you're not sacrificing calories, which can end up messing things up if you eat too much early in the day. So you don't have enough left over for night. So it works really well for me. It works quite well for a lot of the clients that I work with as well. So so I would highly recommend that you give that a try. If you're in the middle of a fat loss phase right now, you're really struggling with hunger in the middle of the day, like I was saying, try substituting out your snack. Um, if it's high calorie or whatnot, or you're craving something sweet, substitute that out with a zero calorie energy type drink and see if that will take care of that craving for you to be able to get you later into the day to be able to enjoy a bigger meal at night to go to bed feeling full. So that one's a, a really crucial one. Give that one a try. Number four is get rid of the all or nothing mentality. This is another big one. Honestly, these are all important. I'm going to say this is the most important one probably for every single one. But getting rid of the all or nothing mentality is huge. And it's it's super crucial if you plan on making this thing a long-term thing because as you start or if you're in your journey right now, you've probably already messed up at some point and you're going to mess up again in the future at some point. It's a part of the process. If every time you have a mess up, it's like, oh, well, I already screwed up. Let's just say screw it for the rest of the week and I'll get back back to it on Monday. You're going to stay in this yo-yo effect. But if you can get to the point where you just understand that there's going to be mess ups, let's say for lunch, you end up going out and you're eating a little bit too much. Instead of saying screw it for dinner, just get back on track at dinner. You're still, yeah, you're, you're setting yourself back a little bit from lunch, but you're not double setting yourself back like you would if you just said screw it for the rest of the day. So learning to ride in the bumps and when, it, when you're going really smooth and things are going great and then when you're hitting bumps, don't let those bumps completely steer you off road and just say screw it for a few days. That's what ends up making you so unmotivated throughout the whole entire journey because you're always on this yo-yo up and down, up and down. You're either all in or you're all out. If you'll just find it in your head and with yourself to make an agreement that I understand I'm going to mess up, there's going to be times where I go over my calories. There's going to be times where I eat the wrong thing. But if I don't let those times become the excuses to keep me keep me messing up continuously, I'm going to be able to get so much farther. One bad meal isn't going to make you fat or stop all your progress. One week or one month potentially could, but one bad meal is not going to. So after the bad meal, just simply get back to it. And I know that's not always the easiest thing in the world. After one bad meal, it can turn into another bad meal. But every time you eat, or every single day that you wake up is a new chance to get back on track. Stop using the, oh, I'll get back to it on Monday. Or, oh, well, I messed up for the last two days. Let's, let's just give it one more day. No, that's if you have a goal that you're trying to accomplish, stop pushing it back. 
You messed up, accept it, have a short-term memory, and just get back on track. That's what the most successful people do. Nobody's perfect. Not a single person that you see with a great body that you look up to, that you think they're so healthy, they're, they're ripped, they've got really nice shoulders, they've got really nice legs, whatever it is. They aren't perfect 100% of the time. They've just learned that if they have a mess up, it's not an excuse to keep messing up. They get back to their habits and get back on track because they've built the habits. They rely on those habits to always get back to them. You can sometimes veer off course, but just get back to it and you will become successful over time. I promise you. All right. And the last key for today is number five. You'll lose motivation. Again, extremely important. <laughs> I, had, I just had this conversation today with one of my clients. I actually made a post about it too, that he's talking to me about how he's lost motivation and what the advice is to help him get his motivation back. And this is a part of the process as well. Motivation is simply just an emotion. And the one thing that we know about emotions is that emotions come and go. Inside of the post that I made, it says, let me hurry and just pull this up. It says, unsuccessful people act off their emotions. Successful people act off their responsibilities. Your health is your responsibility. You have to adopt that mindset. You can't rely on your motivation to get you to where you want to be because at some point your motivation is going to leave. It's going to vanish and you're not going to have any more and you're just going to want to quit on what you're doing because you might not feel like it's working. You might not have lost any any weight this week so motivation is down. What's the point of keeping at this whole thing if it's not working for me anyway? Well, logically, if you take a step back, we understand that this whole weight loss thing takes time. There might be weeks that you don't lose weight. You might have weeks where you're perfect and the scale just doesn't drop. It might be because you're holding on to water, you have extra glycogen, you're stressed out, you didn't get as much sleep. could be a bunch of different things, but you could still, you're probably still, still making progress. As long as you stuck to it, that's progress in itself. You have to step back and look at this thing from a wide scale. It's not all about the number on the scale or what your weight is. That's, that will come down with the correct actions that you put into place each and every day, each and every week, each and every month. So motivation is going to leave. It's not always going to be there. Habits don't leave. So learning to do the things that you're doing and make them habits is the most crucial part to this whole thing. If you can't create habits and you're just simply relying on motivation, you're going to fail. If you're doing something that's super hard, you really hate it, but you're super motivated. So you're able to stick to it. Let's say you're doing keto, but you love carbs. You're sticking with it because you're so motivated to lose weight. Well, once that motivation has gone and you absolutely hate what you're doing, you're going to stop. That's why it's so important to make sure you're doing something that you don't absolutely hate. Sure, there might be a little bit of an inconvenience, but if it's not something that you absolutely dread when motivation leaves and you've turned that into a habit, it's just a habit that you do day in and day out. You don't go to work every single day because you're motivated. You go to work every single day because it's your responsibility. Your health is the exact same thing. It's your responsibility to stay healthy. It's not something that you do when you're motivated. It's something that you create habits around and stick to. Really, it's your job. It's just like a job. You go to work every single day so that you can have a house, so that you can support your family, so that you can get the things that you need. Same thing with your health. You, you work on your health every single day so that you can live a healthy life. You can feel better. You can live longer and you can help support your family emotionally, financially, whatever it is, for a longer period of time for as long as they need it. 
So switching that mentality in your brain from you're going to the gym when you're motivated or you're eating healthy when you're motivated. No, these things are a responsibility for you to do for yourself and for the people around you. So instead of relying on motivation, you need to build the habits and then make those habits your responsibility to stick to day in and day out. And once you adopt that sort of mindset, instead of focus so much on the motivation and what your emotions are that day, dependent, and that dictates what you do, you're going to get way more successful if you look at it from the long term and it's your responsibility to get at it day in and day out. Sure, there'll be days where you mess up a little bit. You're not going to be perfect like we've already talked about, but just simply always getting back to it and making sure that's one of your responsibilities in your life to keep yourself healthy and get your help you lose weight or whatever it may be. That's your responsibility for yourself and for the people, the other people in your life, whether that's your spouse that you have now, your future spouse, the kids you have now, or your future kids. It's a responsibility to be your best self for them and for yourself. So that is all five of the keys around fat loss that I have for you guys today. I really hope that you did enjoy it. Hopefully you took something from it. If you did take something from it, I would love it if you guys would screenshot this episode, put it on your story and tag me so that I can repost it on my story as well. If you'd be so kind to leave a review down below just to be able to help the podcast grow and be able to reach more people, it'll help me to be able to keep producing more and more episodes over time. I really do appreciate you guys. I hope you're having an amazing day. Have an amazing rest of your week. And I'll talk with you soon.